0: Chapter sixteen of Grace Harlow's third year at Hoveton College by Jessie Graham Flower This Librivox recording is in the public domain. Chapter sixteen A Doubtful Victory During the walk to Wayne Hall, Elfreda could scarcely keep pace with Grace's flying feet. She made no complaint, however, but kept sturdily at her companion's side, holding her breath and closing her lips tightly to keep from panting. Grace ran into her own room for a moment, then back to Elfreda, who stood waiting in the upstairs hall. "'Shall I leave you here?' she asked in a low tone as Grace returned a second-folded paper in her hand. "'No,' replied Grace. "'I think it will be well for you to go with me. I don't know anyone else I'd rather have,' she added honestly. "'Thank you,' bowed Elfreda, flushing and looking embarrassed at the compliment. "'I'll never desert Micawber—Harlow, I mean.' look serious i'm ready said grace softly then she knocked imperatively upon the door there was a tenth moment of waiting then the door was opened by kathleen west herself her sharp face looked still sharper as she eyed her visitors with ill-concealed disapproval good evening miss west said grace with distant politeness if you are not too busy can you spare miss briggs and me a few moments we have something of grave importance to say to you "'Please make your business as brief as possible,' snapped Kathleen, holding the door as though ready to close it in their faces the instant they stated their errand. "'Thank you,' said Grace, with unruffled calm. "'We'd better step inside your room for a moment, at least. The hall is hardly the place for what I have to say.' The newspaper girl darted a swift, appraising glance at Grace. Her shrewd eyes fell before the steady light of Grace's grey ones. "'Come in,' she said shortly then in a sarcastic tone. Shall I close the door? It would be better, I think, returned Grace in quietly significant tones. The colour flooded Kathleen West's sallow face. Her eyes began to flash ominously. Your tone is insulting, Miss Harlowe," she exclaimed. I answered your question, Miss West, returned Grace evenly. However, I did not come here to quarrel with you. My errand has to do with the articles you write for the Sunday edition of your paper, which you sign Elizabeth Vassar. Miss Briggs has been following them for some time with a great deal of interest. This afternoon she found a part of what is evidently copy for an article. Before Grace could go on, Kathleen West had turned imperatively toward Elfreda. "'Give it to me at once,' she commanded. "'I have hunted high and low for it. Your finding is very strange, I must say.' I'm sure it was never off my desk. Elfreda half-closed her eyes and regarded the newspaper girl with the air of one viewing a rare curiosity for the first time. Then your desk must be on the hall floor just outside the door, was her dry retort. At least that is where I found this paper. A certain significant ring in the girl's voice admitted no contradiction. For a brief interval no one spoke. Then Elfreda said smoothly, As we appear to understand that point, Go on grace give me my copy reiterated kathleen sullenly before grace had a chance to continue miss West returned grace very quietly miss Briggs and I have read the copy which miss Briggs found and I have come here to say that you'll be doing not only yourself but a great many other girls an injustice if you make public miss Thayer's plans for the girls who remain at Overton for the holidays Miss Thayer wishes the girls to feel perfectly independent in this matter, and whatever she contributes privately towards it is strictly her own affair. If this article appears on the school and college paper, some of these girls are sure to hear of it and feel humiliated and resentful, particularly if the rest of the article is as callously cruel as its beginning. Kathleen West laughed disagreeably. That is not my affair. I have agreed to furnish my paper with snappy college news. This makes a good story. To supply my paper with good stories is my first business. Pardon me, returned Grace scornfully. I should imagine that loyalty to oneself and one's college constituted an Overton girl's first business. I can't see that this particular story has anything to do with being loyal to Overton, sneered Kathleen. As for being loyal to myself, that is for me to judge. Who dares say I am disloyal? Nothing very daring about that, drawled Elfreda. I say so. You stormed Kathleen. Who are you? J Alfreda Briggs, murmured the stout girl sweetly. Yes, continued Kathleen sneeringly. I have heard the jumble you made of your freshman year. It took a number of influential friends to pull you into favour again, I believe. Not half such a jumble as you were making of yours, smiled Elfreda. Then she went on gravely. "'I'm glad you mentioned that, freshman year. I did behave like an imbecile. Thanks to a number of girls who believed I was worth bothering with, I have learned to know what Overton requires of me. If you're wise, you'll face about too. You'll find it pays, and there are all sorts of pleasant compensations for what one expands in effort. That's all. I've had my say.' A curious, half-admiring expression flitted across Kathleen's thin little face. Then, turning to Grace, she said defiantly, "'Give me my copy. I don't wish to rewrite it, and I'm going to send it tonight." "'I'm sorry you won't be fair about this, Miss West,' said Grace regretfully, "'but perhaps I can induce you to change your mind.' "'I don't understand you,' said Kathleen West stiffly. Grace held a folded paper before the newspaper girl's eyes. "'Here is the letter you wrote the dean regarding our bazaar. The dean gave it to me, she does not, nor never will, know who wrote it, unless you yourself tell her. That is something, however, that you and your conscience must decide. Here also is your page of copy. Under the circumstances, don't you think you might destroy this page and the others?' Kathleen looked at the proffered papers with a set enigmatic expression on her pointed features. Slowly she walked to her desk, picked up several sheets of copy, and placing them with a sheet in her hand offered them to Grace. Grace shook her head. "'I will take your word,' she said. With a shrug of her shoulders, the newspaper girl tore the papers across, then into bits, tossing them into her waste-basket. "'You win,' she said with slangy effectiveness. Then she added, "'This time.'" "'Thank you,' responded Grace gravely. "'Good night, Miss West.' Kathleen did not respond. Grace's hand was on the doorknob when the newspaper girl said harshly, "'Wait!' Don't you think your lofty sentiments about college honor and all that nonsense impressed me to the point of destroying that copy? Once and for all I want you to understand that college ideals and traditions are not worrying me. I did not come to Overton to moon. I am only using college as a means to the end. What you offered me was a fair exchange. As you know a great deal too much about certain things, it is just as well to be on the safe side. I dare say I shall stumble on something else in the news line just as good as a charity dinner stunt." the shrug of her shoulders that conveyed far more than words, she walked over to the window, turning her back directly upon her callers. Nor did she change her position, until an instant later the sound of the closing door announced to her that her unwelcome visitors had departed. End of chapter 16 Recording by Ashley Jane